Bonsoir, mes camarades de jeu, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Reign of Terror. It was developed by Mark Morrison and is available on the Chaosium website. Our maitre de jeu is Nick Swan, and this is episode 11. Our recap will be given by Luke Strom. So, without any further delays, commencez notre voyage dans le tenet. Luke? I am Sergeant Etienne Babon. I took over my squad in a rather unfortunate uh, series of events that led us uh, into a dark world of blasphemy. The terrible things that lurk in the night that uh, people tell their children to scare them. They are not fairy tales, they are real. We saw them. In the years that have passed, these horrors have been pushed to the background by the horrors of revolution. And somehow, throughout all of it, we have come back around, circling into the place where we started. The catacombs, watching people bring endless dead and drop them off, never to be seen again. And finally, yet again, one more time, strangeness occurs in the middle of the night. And again, Dr. Rigaud, I suppose you call him Citizen Rigaud now, he appears again, but this time, he is no longer the flustered noble of the past. Now he is hungry, lean, different, disturbing. And sure enough, our concerns of his disturbing nature were quickly revealed to be something more. He is not human, and he has a beasts at his beck and call living dead with heads sewn onto bodies that are not their own. Mon Dieu, it is terrible. What what are we to do? I do not know. Thank you. Um... <clears throat> Everything goes blurry for just a second. You've been a soldier for a long time. Sometimes it just does things like this. For a moment, all you can see is this orange hell mouth blur in front of you. And the smell. You know, it's funny that the, the difference is almost metallic, tinny, the difference between the smell of the old, old dead in the tunnels and the new old dead that you've killed here. It's a funny distinction. It's almost as if, and then as soon as you started thinking about it, the moment passes and you're back there, the, the the, the blurring subsides, all's normal again. 
You're back in the shit and the piss and the skulls and the tragedy and the mud of being a soldier. And on it goes, on it goes. So before you are four dead bodies. Judging by the state of them, they, they, they may have been dead for some time. Um, one of them is particularly unsettling. I won't make you, you roll a, a sanity roll for it, but uh, the, the, you, you do notice one of them as, as, the, uh, as the hood has been removed, you notice that it, that it is a large grown man's body and a small child's head, which there's something about that that you find particularly unsettling, but I'll, I'll spare you a sanity roll on it. We're expecting horror at this point. Are the bodies still trying to push their way out of the tunnel? Um, we'll make, make a listen roll for me. 27. Nope. No. Uh, 27 out of uh, 55. Okay, well, Michelle, you, you, you think you can hear um, something? It's, it's difficult to tell because these, these, these things have, for the most part, just got rags wrapped around their feet. So um, they don't make an enormous amount of sound when they move. Um, but you, you, you think you might possibly hear that shuffling coming from uh, the direction of the steps going down into the catacombs. All right, so I tell the guys, I believe I hear more of them down there. There's something moving down there. I don't know exactly what it is. This is not good. This is evil. Well, they are. They are blocked. They are blocked by the, by the bars. If they come forward, put a bullet in their brain. It seems to kill them. But is Citizen Rago down there still? I think he's behind it all. We still, if he's there, he knows what we've done. If he knows another way out of there, I don't know. I don't know if there is another way out of there. So, Jean, what, what, what do we do here? This is it's insanity. Yes, you are save, in charge, Jean. Save your bullets for the captain. We, we can dispatch these, these blasphemies uh, with, with our bayonets and swords. But uh, if, if he has uh, found another way to leave, then that is not our problem for now. But uh, we cannot let these beasts roam free. Who knows what they will do? So, Sergeant, I, I understand we should dispatch them, but is it even safe for us to go back to the barracks? One word from Ragu, Rago, and we could be prisoners or deemed traitors beheaded. I don't know if we should just go underground. I don't mean into the catacombs. I mean hide. But eventually the, the next watch will come. And they will, uh, th we will send them to get others. And Rago has no power anymore. 
He's lucky to be alive. I think he's one of them. I think it is another mind who controls them now. I do not like this one bit. I don't like the idea that Rugo could be coming out somewhere else in the city. If he is anything like Fenelik was, we need to end him. You, uh, you let that loose, and that's, that's going to be chaos again, and that will only come back to haunt us. So I, think we should, I think we should go down there, Sergeant. Perhaps uh, we should uh, collect collect what we can, prepare, make our way, find his home, and uh, ambush him there. If he knows what if he knows what we have done, what we have done, then perhaps he may be planning to flee or something of the sort. If we can catch him at his home, we may be able to end this. Or this this may be just a taste of. Uh, something he has been cooking for quite some time. Why is he down there? Is he making an army of the dead? So, Miss Compagnons, do we... Do we... Shall we go down? Dupois, Eugel. Pressy wants us to go. An army of people down there. That is my concern. He has an endless supply of dead bodies. Well, we could. That that is another another reason I want to visit his home. Whatever he's been doing there, we may find uh, some answers. His home might be a good choice. Plus, we can find some more uh, <clears throat> of your special herbs and spices. Hey, Dupois, something to uh, be ready. If you, think, if you think he is once again a vampire, I think. I think while we have the chance, while we have them contained at the moment, let us secure this gate more, more securely. Now, I'm uh, as uh, your GM. I'm going to offer you some uh, some helpful advice. Okay. Right now, um, to keep the 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 game running smoothly, um, <laughs> and I will remind um, Saint Jean Babin that. Um, if you were to leave your post, that would be wow. desertion, and and you would all be found and executed. Yeah, for that. So, and and going yeah. going and finding Rigo's house would 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 count as deserting. We we can do that after we are relieved of duty, I suppose. Um, for now, I think we need to find a bigger chain, <laughs> and and do this through the gate. So there's no chance that they can break through and get out. Or even rope, because I don't think they would be able to cut it. Rope burns. Uh, I don't know. They didn't seem to be using tools, per se. They were just moving. You know, they would walk into each other. It didn't seem like they had free thought. So rope Um, might just... A rope would work temporarily. A chain, I think, would work better if we can breathe and Mick, I had one question. I believe there were three lanterns I had grabbed from the inside before they locked it. Are they made from tin and brass? Um, yes, they are. My thought is um, they're, they're, they're also they're, um, they're they're what you might call miners' lanterns. So they're they're, they're, they're bullseye lanterns. You can um, you, they have a shutter, right? 
Well, I was just wondering how much metal we could strip off and melt down to make some extra bullets in our in our downtime because we only have a couple shots apiece. Um, the 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 kind of metals that they're, they're made of um, uh, re would require uh, proper foundry equipment. To, yeah, uh, we, we we would use lead for bullets because it melts. Yeah, so if you if yeah. you could get a hold of lead, you could just mount that uh, melt well, that we, stove. But, we're so. we're soldiers, though. We probably have access to that stuff back at the barracks. Um, right, because I know most soldiers have that little portable. It's like a little container. You melt one bullet at a time and pop it out. Um, you could also, I mean, you know, there's there's nothing to stop you really if if you felt the need and you had to replenish your supplies. I'm sure that um, no soldier of the time would be uh, adverse to uh, shinning up a drain pipe and 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 prying yeah. a bit of lead off of someone's roof. That's all I was thinking. Just I thought the lantern might have had yeah. something. There is something we must remember, too. If we kill, if we dispatch all of these, uh, these undead monsters, then it will simply look to the authorities as if we have murdered all of these men right here and right now. We need to make sure that when the others get here, they can see what they are. These don't look anything like men. I know, but... Or do we have the tools to... to uh, I'm assuming we don't have the tools to, to sew heads on the bodies? With, without seeing the actual living, unliving things, there will be questions. So the next one that comes up, we'll try to uh, restrain it. Well, they're all restrained. They can't get out. Pull it out. How many hours do we have before the next watch comes? Um, I think it's four o'clock in the morning. Dawn, okay, dawn. Yeah, dawn. So a couple four. of hours still. Um, you've got about three hours left. Okay. It's about one o'clock in the morning. Right? I say we just keep watch, but may, but more secure that door better. The gate. Have Have any of the other ones now come up to the gate again and started? Uh, while While you've been talking, you can now hear quite clearly the sound of shuffling. Uh, at the top of at the top of the steps, just just out of sight, but you can hear quite clearly that. Uh, Any trees nearby? Presumably, two of them again are are, are coming up. Um, no, there's there's some sort of. Uh, we're in the city, so yeah. Well, we're running out. There's a few. There's a few bushes and, and okay. a bit of scrub, but but no trees really. There's the the, the nearest trees are about. 30 or 40 yards away. Well, surely we can find something nearby, or at least one of us can, while the others keep guard. I could take a quick scout around to see if there's any materials that we could use. Chains, ropes. Any, yeah, anything just until reinforcements arrive, just to keep them detained. Um, see, there is, there is nothing of, of no. that kind. Out. There's um, uh, there well, there were a couple of broken hand carts. Um, there's a few old bits of crate. Um, it's just broken things, really. Well, then we will just have to keep keep watch. Well, the hand carts, at the very least, we could drag that and prop it up. 
maybe with the coming of the dawn, these undead things will die. If Rugo gives us a problem and he is a vampire, maybe we should have busted off a couple pieces of that bench and be ready to plunge it into his heart. Yes, a wooden stake. A good idea. If if that is what you say is best, Pressy, you are the expert. Huh. I'll get a couple of good sharpened sticks. Uh, that's flattering, but I, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared senseless during it, everything we had to do with Fenelik. Okay, I'm lucky so, I came, um, came out of that with any hair. So while while Dupont is doing some whittling, what are the uh, the rest of you going to do? I just want to keep my eyes and ears open for any sounds coming out of the catacombs or any mysterious watchers or people observing us. Oh, you can you can see now the fir- the first one is just starting to come out of the uh, out out of the, uh, the 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 top of the staircase out from the doorway. Now, hacking its arms off doesn't kill them, right? It didn't appear to fall no. off. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thinking perhaps we reduce it to a torso. Oh, it's, as long as it's still moving, it does the tr- it. It proves our point, right? Do any of you uh, do any of you have any uh, medical or, or natural world? I've actually got it at fifty. Natural world. Yeah, give, give try a natural world roll. I do not. First aid at fifty. Oh well, uh, three out of fifty. So that's actually an extreme success. Um. Yeah, you've you, you know your father took you hunting as a as a young boy, and you've you've, you've done a fair share of butchery, and now and then you had you had time to uh, you know experiment with hanging meat until it was high, and once or twice you left it too long. So um, you 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 know what rotten meat looks like and smells like, and. Uh, uh, those limbs fell off because they were um, high, because they, they were rotting. Um, there was a, 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 a gray-green color Ugh. to the limbs that, that you definitely recognize. Did the heads have that as well? Um, no, the heads looked fresher. Okay. okay. There's plenty of those. In fact, at, least, at least one of the heads looked almost rosy-cheeked. Yeah. They're right with the reign of terror. There are plenty of heads. Indeed. Okay. So the the bodies are dead, but the heads live. Some kind of well, whatever terrible blasphemy he is up to, uh I imagine if we remove the limbs, this thing these things will not die. I think the heads, they are the weak, the weak points. So if we can take the arms and perhaps part of the legs off, they will still be now, demonstration how, pieces. How many were there when they got off the cart? Because we had to count them. So I think it was 12. 12. And we killed, what, five? I think so. And how many more is he making down there? So we have a couple to experiment with if we make a mistake, there's still a couple living. Or unliving, however you want to put it. 
you've killed four there are two in front of you so you can assume from that that there are at least another six in addition to that you so it, 12 go down there if you guys want to experiment on one of them to see if it stays animated then try it with one if it fails just don't touch the other one just keep it contained that way okay. we have the living proof or unliving the head. The head is how he is controlling them. So, uh, yeah, try your experiment, but it's going to be a little difficult. So you're only going to be able to get the one or two that come up to the gate. Yeah. There, if there's others behind them, they're going to be blocked from getting to the gate. Well, that's that's the goal for now. So, with this with this one, I'm going to go up, try to goad it, so that Pressy can chop the arms off, uh, and then. With that one, I guess we'll go in and stab at its legs until it falls over and then uh, do the same thing for the other one and then try to drag, drag them out. <clears throat> um, so. you, you, you prod at the first one a little bit and uh, it becomes enraged. And uh, That's the problem. It's becoming enraged. <coughs> I figured we'd do the pressy arm chop before we... Uh, Try to get too, too much into anything else. Yeah, I agree. The, the the one behind it becomes enraged. Oh, at the same instant, almost at the same instant. Perhaps cutting them up into pieces is not a good idea. It, uh, they were not enraged until we attacked them. The 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 one in front launches itself at the chain. Uh, the one behind essentially launches itself at the one in front. Well, I don't like the idea of all them standing around, though. Frugo comes up and gives them other instructions. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take some of the uh, bits and pieces of wood that I have shaved off that are, that are somewhat wedge-shaped, and I'm going to jam them under the bars, the, the crossbar on the bottom, so that it sort of wedges those things. If they try to push on them, it, it keeps them from opening. Nice. Like a doorstop. Yeah, like a doorstop. Um, okay. Even there, see, I'm afraid that even they're just a combined weight pushing yeah. on the chains will snap the chains. Yeah, that's cram the door stops into place and then maybe use your pig sticker and uh, uh, take them out at the knees. Well, maybe not enrage them, but uh, you are the you are the boss. So I'll remind they're, you that the, the, the left the left hand gate, the more intact of the gates, mm -hmm. did actually have a um, right. Um, we just a needed bar. a bolt to put them together. Oh um, yeah, to get that bolt down there, I saw that when I was dragging that gate. It uh, it's just full of I don't know leaves and stick and dirt. If we get it out, we could bolt that side down. Okay, well, we'll push the gate a little bit farther in so that we can get to the hole and try to dig it out with a dagger or something so that we can get that rod down into it. Okay. Um, that could prove quite difficult at the moment because um, there yeah, are... The two, um, the two angry ones? Right. Two uh, furious hooded monstrosities. Well, as soon as any arms come through, I'm, I'm going to try to chop at them, Mick. 
They still um, move kind of slow, though, don't they? They, they move quite slowly. They're, 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 certainly his arms are, are flailing because it's sort of over the top of the chain. So it's kind of in, in true undead fashion. Right. <laughs> Maybe if we get out his of the visual... In front of him. If we get out of the visual sight for a few minutes and they have nothing to concentrate on, maybe they'll revert to their previous state. Yeah. I think um, we are better killing them faster and getting them out of the way. Here's, here's I was a, three sentences ago when I was doing that, I was mm -hmm. going to say, like 1990s ravers, and I've been listening to everything that's been said since, and every sentence that was said between then and that could actually be. <laughs> <laughs> um, suffixed with the phrase like early 1990s rovers, um, including the one about killing them all. Um, <laughs> why don't you, um, why don't you do this? If there, if there are pieces of the cart, okay, or if there's a partial cart, we can push the cart up against the gate hard enough where it pushes the gate in a little bit, and then I'll get down on my hands and knees and use my dagger to dig out that hole. And then we can let up the pressure and drop the rod down in the hole. We don't want to hit the gate too hard either. No, don't hit it. Just push it. Oh, push it. Okay, yeah. okay. They're pushing also, so it's not going to just fly open. Yeah. Well, we've got a hand cart that's, that, that's damaged, so that'll presumably do that. I'll, I'll go grab the hand cart and drag it over. I'm thinking also in the back of my head, we had three people in carts that were here with dead bodies that ran for their lives. Don't you think it's most likely that in a few minutes other people are going to show up because those three guys will have said things to people at the bar, at the, at the pub, at the... If anything, they're probably saying, don't go outside of the city tonight. Well, that's, that's the one thing that everybody will immediately do once you say... <laughs> There's zombies, there's monsters, they're killing them. People will come just to see what the hell's going on. So this might solve itself soon enough, but just feed drunkards into it until there's a pile of drunk corpses. <laughs> Take care of the homeless population. Just of course then he's got more fresh bodies, so um all right, so can we try this digging the hole out? Oh, yes, it's, it's relatively straightforward. I mean, I'll just say it takes you a turn. It's literally all you need to do is stick your bait in and wiggle it about. And, right. Yeah. Well, I've got, a, I've got a knife, so that's probably easier to work with. Yep. It's just, it's yeah. just run-of-the-mill debris. There Might possibly be now, that a, only secures a stone half. that you have to flick out or something. But. That only secures half the gate, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is there is no corresponding bolt on the other side. Um, right. The uh, the last couple of sections being the ones that would have had that bolt are the ones that seem to have rusted off and someone has just come and sworn so off. So I'll wedge stuff under that one and I'll uh, I'll do my best to keep that and we can keep the card up against it too. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll, it, it, you you manage to rig something up. So we'll just wait. Well, you've still got these two chaps, sort of. Um... Yeah, they're more on the the way. But they're not doing anything. Doing the raving again? No, I mean they're like this. <laughs> Bobon, I really don't care for those arms just flagging around like that. Let me take them off. Have at it. And I I start hacking. 
Would you like me to roll, Mick? Um, yes, please. Those hands start walking across the floor coming at us. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got a standard success on my first roll, 42 out of under 70. Okay, roll for damage for me, please. Sorry, just needed to double check it. Eight. Okay. Um, yes, one, one of its limbs um, sort of comes off is the only way I can really um, describe it. It's not so much that you chop it off. It's more that um, more that you sort of hack into it and because um, it was come, kind of come, it comes away from the shoulder further up with the force of you hacking into it lower down and you just sort of pull it off. Okay. Yeah, they, we've noticed um, the body's kind of Rotting. It's not a it's not a pleasant sensation from your perspective <laughs> as the person doing the chopping either. It doesn't. It's not like hacking into um, an opponent or even into meat. It's kind of soft and gives away gives away too easily. It's uh, it doesn't feel quite right to you. Well, I will proceed. Uh as much as I have to, to, to get the limbs out of my face. Well, at least tonight we eat. Oh. <laughs> You're disgusting. Um, there is there is another one behind it as well that is still. Sure, I, I'm going to good. while while he's doing that. Savo, s'il vous plaît, Monsieur Savo, s'il vous plaît. Oh, is it talking? <laughs> no. Uh, horse, please? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> brains, please. Oh, Shavu, okay. <laughs> brains, um, please. Uh, brains, please. <laughs> I, am, I am going to grab the feet of the ones that are outside the gate where we are that, we, that we've killed, and I'm going to mm. pile all the bodies into a pile over towards the side um, so that we can burn them later. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you can, you can embark upon doing that. I, I would remind you that, I mean, you've chopped the other one's um, uh, arms off, but it's, it's, it's still trying to sort of get through the gate. I mean, it's not making any pro progress right. through the gate. It's just, it's literally just sort of just walking into the chain and bouncing back a couple of inches and then walking back into the chain again. They don't appear to have a very high functioning level of intellect, is what I'm getting at. Right, right. They're just machines. Um, I, I've wrapped a cloth around my face too because I don't want to get any. To plot, let's let the reinforcements touch those filthy things. Let's just wait for them. Well, they're kind of in our way too because they're all right in front of the. The gate. I'm just getting them out the fuck of our way. <laughs> I'm used to dirty jobs. Can you make a listen roll for me, please? Uh, Twenty. <laughs> uh, Twenty-seven. That's exactly half. So it's a hard. 
96 out of 20. I don't hear anything. 100. Ooh. Okay. Get your ears um, out of my nose. <laughs> uh, Baban and Pressy um, somehow, and you're not even sure how you did it, but somehow you enter into this weird position where you're each pressing your ears against the other's ears. And <laughs> it's like you can hear the ocean for a moment. <laughs> Pressy, did I ever tell you, you have a beautiful heartbeat? <laughs> Oh, I uh, never noticed your eyes were blue, Bob. <laughs> for for the other ability. two, for those for those of you who passed, um, you can hear movement on the stair again. But um, this isn't that soft shuffling foot of uh, those things. Uh oh. Um, this is this is the sound of a, of a well heeled boot. I um, think. Monsieur, uh, and, it, and it's a, it's a sudden clattering of that well-heeled boot back down the stairs. Mm. I back think down. Citizen, yes, mm. Citizen Rigaud has figured out what we have done. I believe he was watching the last few moments, and then he ran back down. I hope he's not getting more dead bodies to come and attack us. We will have to raise the alarm if that is the case. Make sure all your uh, muskets are loaded, just in case. Did you, did any of you see him? No. Definitely heard hard boots. He had hard hard boots. Yes. Hmm. That's unfortunate, but it was only a matter of time. I don't think he can find another way out unless he knows the catacombs, and the catacombs are a labyrinth. Although, if he is not... Many, I don't know how many entrances or exits there are to the catacombs. <laughs> He's if been he, going down there for years. It's still a labyrinth, yeah. If anyone would know them, they would be him. But uh, regardless, if, if he's not breathing anymore, perhaps he has the time. Now that you say not breathing, I remember uh, Fenelik, didn't he turn into some sort of fog? Uh, well, that's true. If, if this one is a vampire like Fenelik, he could turn into a fog and leave. We would see that. Well, maybe there's a different uh, air tunnel or escape chamber. I am thinking that he may just be one of these. Fenelik is concentrating on controlling him. I don't know any of this is true, but why are these things here? He's obviously working with them. Um, either, either way, it's evil. I think that once we have reinforcements, we need to go down there and find out what he is up to. Indeed. Indeed. But with the four of us, we cannot take six of them in the dark, plus the doctor. Yeah, more they want us to be quiet. Shuff, shuffling, <laughs> uh, shuffling footsteps. Uh, more monsieur, than monsieur, uh, écoutez, écoutez, silence, <laughs> s'il vous plaît. Um, je mangeais uh, uh, to uh, a 
I can't remember what the word for brains was. So I guess I'll, if we, well, I probably don't hear them coming. I don't know if anybody mentions it. We're more afraid of the one who wants to, uh, uh, drink, uh, 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 drink our blood. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know what to do other than uh, just wait and keep them in there. That seems to be the best of our options. It's that flee into the night like cowards or a lot of our heads another another two of these things are shuffling out of the of the top at this point i'm just going to say that i mean you you can just with the setup that you've got now where where you've got this this cart and and the wedges and the chain um they're they're not intelligent enough to get past it. So I mean, you can really just dispatch them at your leisure. The two to the rear um, that have just come up, are they still uh, are they still like wearing their bags and docile, or do, like do they flip out when they see the other ones that are flipped out in front of them? Um, as soon as they get around the corner, um, they start becoming more animated. And um, they sort of, I wouldn't say they run, they, they, it's more that they, they stumble at, at a slightly uh, enhanced rate. Okay, men, let's dispatch these two here so that the other ones behind do not eventually uh, build up too much of a, a force of strength. If we can keep only a few up here at a time, we will have our demonstration without any risk to ourselves. Okay. So, what's so the we're going to keep chopping them up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Basically, there's because there's two in front that are super mad, and two that are coming from behind. Those are mad now too. So we don't want too many mad ones piling up on it. So my plan is chop down the, the the oldest ones every time new ones come to stop them from if if that is what you want to do let's do this systematically and uh we know how to dispatch them we know how to kill them mm-hmm. chop off their head yes or put a bullet well we, you don't need to put a bullet just take your bayonet and jab them right between the eyes um i will let's move the cart and i will let them out one at a time. <laughs> then you'll only have to fight one of them. That works, and then we can restrain the last one. Uh, I can actually use a, uh, a piece of wood to uh, let one out and then slam the gate and keep it closed and hold, hold the piece of wood, you know, at length. Mick, is, is there, are there any nails in these uh, nails, metal fasteners, in any of these carts that are smashed up? Hmm. Miss spot hidden. Uh, 18 out of 61. You, you can see a few bits and pieces that you, you could um, you could put into service, yes. You're okay. going to be square nails. 
Yeah. I figure the last one that we, we capture, we just nail its arms to its side. Just nail them straight into his hips. <laughs> oh, no, what, you mean like they do to those river dance dancers? <laughs> That's very cruel, you know. I'm an engineer. That is how never, I saw it. Never, problem. ever do that. Michael Flatley <laughs> is a monster of a man, and um, you should never support river dance the way he mutilates those dancers. I, I remember when I was... <laughs> That is fine. We have two centuries until he comes for us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that I guess that's that's gonna be our plan then. Uh, Ugel, Pressy, and I are gonna wait back and kind of dispatch them one at a time as Dupois lets them out. And then the last one, we're gonna try to tackle. And I'm going to we're we're gonna we're gonna basically like nail his his arms into his hips. And then hobble it as well, so it so it doesn't get up. Well, that is as, our crazy plan. As with any job, once once you've done it a few times, <laughs> um, right, it it becomes quite right. easy, monotonous almost. It's like dipping sheets, really. Um, another one comes through, smack it on the head. You know, it's it's. It's not particularly demanding, so I'm not going to ask you to roll for those ones. Um, but when you've eventually counted them all through and you're pretty sure that you've got the last one. Um, 12 of them? Yeah, this is number 12. Um, and it's taken you quite a while. You know, um, there's the first hint of the sun beginning to, to show. There's the... the uh, Crepuscular light of the pre-dawn, and um, I'm going I'm to ask you to make a brawl roll for this one, um, and I'm also going to give you a penalty dice as well, because um, at this point you're you know you're actually quite tired. You've been hacking into these things' skulls for the last uh, hour, so. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're feeling quite fatigued. Okay. So the penalty dice uh, reflects that. I got a 27 out of 85. So really good roll. Okay. And what, and what was your role in the... Well, I, you, you, you sort of moved us forward. I was going to suggest that they make a rudimentary rope out of some of the pieces of clothing on the ones that we dispatched and then hold it across the room as they, as I open it up and the thing came out, we've already got it halfway around. We just tie the damn thing up, but got a brawl for it. Got to fight this thing. Well, I mean, you know, you could, um, they're predict they've become incredibly predictable. Now we know exactly what they're going to do. Oh, they're, they're just, I mean, it's clear that they've, they're just heading back to the the carts, which obviously aren't there anymore, right. to get more skulls. And um, you know they're they're not outfitted to do anything other than picking things up and right. carrying them. Even even the way they've been uh, fighting you was not. Um, they weren't clawing at you or anything. They were more just sort of 
swinging blindly at you and um, or trying to squeeze and grapple. So my uh, role is that I, actually I said that I was letting them out, so I was letting them out. Yeah. Okay. But Fifty-four really on my penalty brawl out of sixty, so I just barely made it. Okay. And what were you specifically intending to do? Uh, going to tackle this thing to the ground. Uh, Ugel and Pressy are going to hold it down with their body weight, and then I am going to hammer home a bunch of uh, carpentry nails through this thing's uh, bones to restrain it. Okay. Um, in that case, I was going to ask um, Ugel and Pressy for the strength. Let's wait for just a second. This just took a turn. 43 <laughs> out of 55. 98. Ooh. Okay. Well, Ugel manages to hold down one arm. But um, Pressy is uh, having difficulty. Um, he uh, basically he Pressy tries to grab the arm on his side, but um, the rags uh, that this thing is is uh, clothed in just um, are basically are just disintegrating while you're trying to hold on to them. It's, it's impossible to get a purchase on it, so its its arm just starts flailing around. Okay. Nearly knocking over my tea in the process. It's all, it's all gone very meta. <laughs> well, uh, am, am I able to secure the arm on Ugel's side first? Um, uh, make a roll against your hammer corpse skill. Or uh, if you're a cleric, spiritual hammer. <laughs> a, or if you're a chef, spiritual hamburger. <laughs> um, a 60, which if, if it's my mechanical repair, it's only 50. If it's brawl, it's 60, so I make it exactly. So, I yeah, it will be brawl, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so with, with the brawl, um, you manage, um, it's kind of easier than you thought really to, um, to hammer this thing's hand to it. So when you go through the wrist, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I imagine I'm taking like you, deliberately bent nails so that they, so that it doesn't just, you know, pull straight out yeah, so that you, it hooks you, on the bone. You, you get the feeling that it's it's the bone that's keeping this thing in place more yeah. more than, than than anything else because the, 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 the bits of it are falling off even while you're hammering <laughs> into it. Um, meanwhile, on the other on the other side, the the arm is continuing un, unabated, flapping around for. Uh, I guess as I'm hammering it in, my son Cesar, the doctor, he is going to be so uh, horrified when I tell him this story. I, 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 I hope you don't nail those arms to his side and then they detach at the shoulders. So now he's got, he's got <laughs> shit like this with the, oh my God. 
Then, then they flopped out and he's got him down at the bottom. Like, like that. Like, 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 <laughs> like a delight Vukras skirt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. What a. What, are we all insane? This is, that's that's actually a dance. That, that's a dance. That is, that's a dance called the <laughs> Yeah. Hey, this this is what happens when the uh, when the one handed uh, combat engineer ends up in charge of the team. <laughs> I will be glad with this follow. <laughs> serious, frightening role playing game. Yeah. Cosmic, cosmic horror. <laughs> This is our slow degeneration into insanity. It is. It is. You're going completely crackers now. You're climbing. You're climbing on top of a corpse and and hammering its arms <laughs> sides. You've yeah. You've lost it at this point. Of course you have. Right. At the very least, you stink. Yeah. Yeah. I need to take my monthly bath. I think we all will by the end of this. I'll um, have to at least stop at the creek or Melody won't let me in the house. <laughs> yeah. When you smell of her dead dad. <laughs> Something she does not need to know. <laughs> that's that's kind, kind of transgressive, some might say. Um, right, so you've still got this arm flailing around. Someone needs to secure that arm, I would imagine. Right, so we could both try, right? Pressy and myself, because he has the other arm. Well, I can come in from the side now and, and push his arm in. Since I'm not doing anything at the moment. Okay, okay, yeah, Dupont, you, you, you make a, a, a roll first before we... And what am I rolling? Uh, strength roll, please. Yeah, I got a 91. Oh. Um, which is only 10, 11 points. Yeah, it's, it's the same problem. Um, you try to grab hold of it, um, but you, uh, you you get a handful of uh, what appears to be um, a decaying burlap sack and something you hope it very much is just dripping. It's just goose grease or something because uh, the, the alternative is, is, is too horrible. Well, all right. And as um, I've completely forgotten who 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 um, failed their role before, Pressy. Yes, Pressy. I failed. It. Okay, so Pressy, I'll let you have a go again because you're in. Uh, you're on that side. Uh, it's a fail, but not nearly as bad that time. It is a fail by it's a strength roll, so it's a fail by nineteen. He is a, he is like a greased pig. <laughs> well, more a greasy pig rather than greased. <laughs> I ask one thing of my squad that they hold down a living corpse while I pound nails into it. Can they not even do this? Well, Ugel, um, <laughs> you know, given, given that you were so successful doing it on the other side, you can clamber over the uh, the, the the flailing. Undead thing. Fifty out of fifty-five. <laughs> okay, so you, you go over and just 
pull it in. And Baban, you now have a chance to... Uh, 26 to drive some nails in out of okay. 60. <laughs> Personally, I would have used screws. <laughs> so I haven't invented um, the screw yet. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. Two, two and a half inch, eight. That would have done it. Um, anyway, um, yes, you are successful. You, you, you uh, nail um, its wrist to its pelvis, essentially. <laughs> uh, which, which gives it a strange and disturbing sort of look. It's still thrashing around quite a lot, though. It seems it seems absolutely livid. <laughs> can can do we have something to try and lash its feet together? Just take one of the bags from one of the dead ones. I'm gonna get up and go grab a bag off one, like a head bag off one, and try to stuff its feet into it. Um, give me a spot hidden roll while you're over there. Okay. Uh, Thirty-one out of sixty-one. One, one or two of them are wearing uh, uh, belts, rudimentary okay. belts, not like belts made of leather, but just rudimentary belts made of twine and, and rope just to hold their, their, their trousers up. Um, right. that, that could be employed if you needed it. Right. I will grab that up and say, the Lord provides, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. uh, bring it back. We'll try to tie off these legs. I'd be happier if the Lord prevented <laughs> these sort of things from happening. Oh my God! And I have a seventy-four out of my sixty brawl, so I probably catch a, a donkey kick from this thing. <laughs> Look, I will stand on his legs. <laughs> um, yes, that might be a better system. Just trying it like that. Yeah, you just can't. You you can get hold of one, and then the other one's all the way over there somewhere, flailing around, and just getting the two legs together is is. Uh, it's 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 like pushing two magnets together. <laughs> they're just they're all over the place. You you definitely need someone to help you. I'll 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 help pull the legs together. <laughs> Even I have to get down on my hands and knees to do it. And okay, and yeah, just get, just give me a brawl roll for that. Uh, yes, yeah, seventy-one out of eighty-five. Yeah, you just sort of you know fall on his legs. Yeah, pull them together. Clasp <laughs> them together. Um, so I'll say that um, while, while he's doing that, it's, it's, it's easy work to, to, um, to tie the legs together. We could, we could say well, that I he... won't make you roll for that one. He died previously, but he's still kicking. hey Pressy, you're an educated man. What is it they say? Uh, soldiering is long periods of boredom interspersed by occasional moments of fighting corpses. Yeah, they, they did not educate us about fighting corpses in the church. <laughs> I'd say a prayer for these things, but fuck them. I want them to stop moving. 
we all look at you like, oh my God, he said that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, this, this, this thing hasn't calmed down any. It's, it's sort of bucking and rearing. It's, um, it's, it's doing the, the, the caterpillar, oh, which, yeah. which I, I believe was uh, a move, an, an old school breakdance move popular in uh, late 18th century Paris. Well, I'm, I'm going to at least put one foot on the, the things, you know, just to keep it from moving around too much. We could put that broken handcart on top of it and then just sit on the handcart. Let's just, just, just hold still until people come. Okay. Well, you don't have to wait very long. Um, about, oh, I would imagine less than five minutes after you've finished tying this thing up and you've just got your breath back by this point. Um, <sighs> reinforcements, well, I suppose you could call them reinforcements, arrive uh, in the form of... Uh, Three of, of what we are, um, of what you as soldiers are laughingly expected to refer to as the national militia. Okay. Which uh, takes the, uh, the, the, the form of uh, uh, three youthful peasants, at least one of whom is, isn't old enough to shave, um, who... Uh, are armed with farming implements and um, their uniforms such as they are consist of uh, ordinary clothes and caps with uh, the tricolor rosette on them. Um, one of them has shoes. You assume that he's in command. But uh, they, 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 they race up uh, quite animated and uh, start telling you that they've... Uh, I mean, Monsieur, Monsieur, the, 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 the Carters, the Carters, they said there, there was some kind of uprising. Indeed, citizen. The, uh, uh, the good citizen Rigaud, he, uh, he traffics in dark arts. And I'm going to gesture down to the uh, the bucking undead okay uh, one of them the youngest of the three um, just screams and runs off into the night at that point the other two, <laughs> the other two are just standing there un uneasily looking at each other one of them clutching a pitchfork and uh, uh, the other one holding um, what looks like a big bill hook. And um, um. They're, they're, they're sort of, they're, they're surveying the uh, quite a substantial pile of, uh, mm -hmm. of, of these corpses that you've, you've built up over the course of the evening there. I'll, uh, I'll uh, extend, Send a, a hand in greeting to the, uh, the, the, the commanding officer and uh, say, uh, I, I apologize, but we did not have time to dispose of the, uh, the rest of them. If you can burn them, 
I would advise it. What 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 is this? Are these are these are these corpses from the from from the tunnels? No 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 no, my friend. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kick over the uh, our, our bucking one so that he's like face up. You may notice that the head does not match the body. It is the same for all of them. <laughs> These are the the uh, the product of uh, deviltry. We need to uh, raise the alarm. Oh, right. The, the one you took for the leader who you were talking to has now just started whimpering. I'm going to roll um, persuade uh, to the, try the, to the like... The other one is, is, is trying to console him. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll persuade to try to basically just be calm and transmit that to him. Of, do not worry, you are part of the militia. You are the the lifeblood, the muscle of of France. Oh, oh, but that one! Did you see that one? Oh my God! It has a child's head. <laughs> uh, thirty-five out of fifty-six. Which actually, that would actually ma- I'd make that on psychology as well, if that matters. Um, but, uh, I know it is terrible. Do not worry. We have already dispatched them all. 12 came in, 12 came out. We struck down 11 and we have our 12th for proof. Just, we just need you to be brave, be strong and keep an eye on that gate. You, you, you just want us to stay up here. Indeed, for now. We're, we're, we're not going down there. You, you're going down there. I, 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 we're not going down there. Uh, and there's a bit of muttering that goes on between the two of them. You know, he, said they, he said they're going down there. I mean, we don't have to go down there. I'm not going down there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean, lean over to my squad. Me, I'm not going down there, even if they want me to. Yeah, I'm going to lean over to my squad and go... I do not think these are the reinforcements that are going to allow us to hunt down Rigaud. Do we want to try that by ourselves? I think that we need to have one of them go and get reinforcements. What, what time is it? About 6 or 7 a.m. Wasn't at 7 a.m. the real troops coming? This is the response. No, this is the response from the cardinal. Yeah, this is this is um it is it is dawn. Um Yeah, these are these are having are having, having not heard um having not consciously heard um uh a church bell for a while, it's dawn is the time. Right. These are like uh, and the around, and around dawn is when you're usually relieved. So these aren't um, our replacements, but they are Oh, these running. these these would just be um, local militia, um, uh, pretty much a conscripted militia, and if they're wandering around like this with no shoes and just farm implements, um, it's a pretty fair bet that they've just been conscripted, and they haven't essentially they haven't even gone off to to do anything yet. They've just been like waiting around to be sent somewhere. Well, then should we send them to raise the alarm and bring people? Maybe send one back. The other one can... The, 
<laughs> whisper and point to the braver of the two. The braver one perhaps will uh, watch over our little friend here and then maybe it's it's only Rigaud. We march down, we look for Rigaud. By now he has probably fled. We tried to see what we can find of what he was doing down there. Well, okay. I, if I'm not, if I'm misunderstanding this, we still have to wait for our our soldiers to get here that are replacing us. Otherwise, we're deserting. Correct? No, Where not if you go down. Not if you go down to, into the catacombs. Okay. That, that would only apply if you'd gone off to um, look for Rigaud's house. I see. Okay. Um, but that makes no, sense. The, the, the guarding the catacombs and uh, patrolling in the catacombs is is why you are here. Yeah, so we we sit we send the uh, uh, the captain with the shoes back to get help. Uh, his brave little friend here watches our little friend, and then we make our way down and find what we can. Sound like a plan, everyone? Yeah, and if he, if the other troops come, tell them to have the kids send them down immediately to follow us. Yeah, and to call out so we know it's them coming down. Tell him, tell them that there is a, uh, a necromancer who is using Satan's power to raise the dead, and we must stop him. And there's the evidence right there. Perhaps saying Satan's power is not quite the... Uh, a necromancer. Bit. Somebody who raises the dead. Using yeah. the devil's evil, evil arts. Okay, well, the, the, the chap with the shoes races mm -hmm. off. Um, seemingly looking very keen to be um, running away from the great big pile of corpses. Um... The uh, the chat with the pitchfork, but for his part, is um, is is really playing up the bravado. I think um, in order to convince himself that he's not scared more than anything else. Right. But um, you know, he's he's poised with his pitchfork, ready to poke. <laughs> should, it, should it do anything? Okay. So. So, uh, I mean, you've been okay. doing this job. You've been doing this job uh, a long while. You've been on this detachment a long while. You know when you're going to get relieved, and it's like it's kind of nowish. It, it can be anything up to an hour either way. You know, the 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 the, the, the days of discipline in the army are long gone. Things are very vague now. You know, as I said last time, no no one's been paid for quite a while, so no one's really in a hurry to be the best soldier they can. So, Sergeant, let us go downstairs, down into the catacombs. We. Oui. I shall lead the way, and I'm going to put a, put one of the um, uh, lanterns, hang it from my wooden hand, and then have my axe out in the other hand. Real que a question. Would we let him go first? Um, if your sergeant decided to go first, you certainly wouldn't question him. Wouldn't stop him. We need you as our leader. Ah, fine, fine. Who wants who wants this glorious duty? And I'll hold out the uh, hold out the lantern. Bob, you keep the lantern. I'll hold the musket and 
Just musket and go first. Well, we have. Sorry, we was just gonna say we had three lanterns, so it's not a trouble for like. We got plenty. I, I figure the oldest who, and the strongest, so let me go first. Okay, Dupois, you shall lead the way. I will follow behind you with the lantern. With my bayonet pointed straight forward. Okay. And my bullet ready to shoot if I need to. I'll go third or fourth, it doesn't matter. If you want me to back you up or follow, follow online, it's your choice. Pressy, you bring up the rear with your sword. Sword from the rear? Yes, in case anything comes from behind. We search out. Okay, well, it's it's much as you remember the um, from last time you were there many years ago. Um, well, sorry, as much as you remember from last night, you've been stationed here for ages. Um, It's a dreadful place, really. It's it's dusty. It's humid. It's. Um, I'm gonna wrap something, you know, around my face. Yeah, it's it's it it has a deep, fetid stench that seems to get into everything. And um, the floor is is covered with a layer of dust, so it's it's. Very, very, very easy to follow a trail uh, through the tunnel. Um, very easy indeed. And um, you descend the stairs. Um, you head forward for, oh, seems like quite a long while. Um, maybe 60 or 70 meters before the path uh, jinks to the right. And still this very clear path of, of um, really the only, the only tracks of, uh, of shoes that you can see anywhere. They're, they're no, no tracking role is needed. You have a lamp and they are the only tracks. Um, from time to time, uh, the, the, the the tracks are obliterated by by what look like sort of drag marks, which you assume is is the the marks that were left by the dead things as they were shambling around. Um, but it's very easy to find the, the footprints again. And uh, you get the feeling that you're definitely uh, closing in on the on the right section because. Uh, You find yourself um, in a very long corridor lined with skulls, thousands of skulls. Um, every so often there are smaller uh, tunnels branching off to the sides. These are also lined, packed, thick with skulls. Um, the first ones that you encounter um, are um, grey or yellowed. Um, some of them are crumbling. Other, others look like they're, they're paper thin. 
you get the feeling that the these must have been the the, the ones uh possibly even the first ones from years ago when you when you were first detailed to this to these catacombs when they were relocating the the, the contents of the graveyards here and as you push further on down the corridor um They seem to be getting fresher. In fact, you can smell the, the a slight tang of of iron, and and you suspect that further down the corridor they will be fresher still. Um, but there is something that strikes you, and it's it's one of those strange things that sometimes we see something, and it's it's so ubiquitous that we don't notice it at first. And you're about about a third of the way down this uh, corridor when um, it dawns on you that they, these, these skulls have all been decorated in some way. There's, there's like a sort of... Um, A, a, a crude um, sort of crude circular mandala has been carved into the forehead of, of each of the skulls. Hmm. And I mean, there are thousands of these skulls, uh, but this same symbol has been, has been carved into each one of them. Um, and as you do walk on further and, and start to see the first of the, the, the notionally fresher severed heads, and I mean, the first ones you see are, are, are very clearly rotting. But again, you see that this, this same mandala has been carved into all the heads and where there is flesh on, on the, the freshly severed heads, it, it's been carved through the skin and and into the bone underneath with really quite determined force. Mm. Witchcraft. Do any of you have Cthulhu Mythos or Occult? Yes. We all, we all picked up a little bit of Mythos. I do have uh, some Occult also. Yeah. yeah. Occult would give it to you. Bessie, do you recognize any of these writings or these etch I, yeah, This does look a bit familiar. Uh, Mick, I rolled a nine and I have a 30. For I, I rolled a 15 and I have 55. So I got a hard. Well, both of you recognize it. You're not sure where it comes from. It's quite obscure. You're sure that someone showed you something with it on, and and they said it meant um, wisdom or 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 it represented the soul or something. Something that we would think was from witchcraft or uh, uh, alchemy. 
Oh, it's yeah, it's definitely something you'd associate with um, with uh, witchcraft and and black masses and, okay. and that kind of thing. It's it's not a wholesome thing. This is not something we've seen someone wearing as uh, just a, a jacket adornment or a, a no, hat. no. This is this isn't something that I mean. This is this is um, something quite quite dark and sinister. Really, it's not the sort of thing that you'd carve over your door frame for good luck or something. Okay, it's quite a weird and obscure symbol. Um, I would like who's at the front? Um, Pressy, are you still at the front? Oh, no, I know, no, Dubois at the front, Dubois. Could you give me a spot hidden roll, please? A 40, and my spot hidden is 65. You're not, you're not entirely sure because you're surrounded by the glow of these, these lamps. And it, it may, maybe it's just. Maybe it's the lamp just glinting off of something on you. But um, every now and then, possibly when someone behind you dips their lantern in a certain way or they go behind you and, 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 and you cast your shadow down, down the hall, down the corridor, um, the strangest feeling that you can see a sort of well a glow a, a kind of purple glow from from around the corner but it's it's so faint that you're not entirely sure that you can even actually see it attention i say i think there's something here uh close up your lanterns for a moment So they're all, you said they're bullseyes, so they close the hoods on them. A little further down the, the hall, you, you can, um, you can see kind of dim purple phosphorescence. Um, there in the dark. See it, and 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 in this weird purple haze, um, it's almost as though the the bone dust hangs in the air, and seems to to swirl. Ah, oh, we should have gotten garlic of its own accord, and the, the, there's no breeze, but. Um, but you, you can see this whirling of dust in this in this faint glow in in the air, and you 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 can't help but think that not not consistently, but every, every now and then, when the, when this glow catches it in in the right way, you 
it's almost as if you can see fragments of that same symbol that was drawn or carved into the, the skulls. Not the whole thing, but just just a line here and a a bit there. Just out of the corner of your eye. And does the thing uh move towards us away or is it stationary? Other um Oh no! It seems to be it seems to be getting faster, and it seems to be gathering uh, more dust and um, and debris as it spins faster. And as it's spinning faster, um, the, the 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 strange uh, the strange light seems to be coming very very slightly brighter. It's still a very dim light. Um, it is literally just enough light for you to to to, to see this movement. Um, Pressy Dupois, how do we fight this witchcraft? Is are there are there skulls near me, or are they all flesh covered down here? Um, from from where you are, be, sort of behind you, you you can still see. Um, but I mean, within, within hands, grab grab. Oh, they're, yeah, there are they're, they're, um, skulls of various ages okay. all over the place, really. The I'm, I'm going to grab a skull and I'm going to fling it at the thing, whatever it is. Okay. Um, there's a, 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 a clattering and... Um, Almost like a scratching and and chattering noise, and the uh, the skull um, passes through the, the 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 whirling dust, which dissipates briefly and then coalesces back into that same whirling form again, um, and is still picking up speed and is still picking up more debris. How far and then you become from? aware you become aware of the fact that debris from um the the skull that you've just thrown is now becoming part of this this whirling thing that um uh, teeth and 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 shards of bone uh, uh, spiraling around in the air um and it, it, and it's 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 weird because um the way I'm describing it, I'm I'm describing it as though it's some sort of whirlpool, right? But that's not what it's like. As you as you look at it closer, it's not just um, rotating. It's 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 almost as though there are loads of different streams of this debris, and they're 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 weaving in and out of each other, and sometimes in in ways that seem to just be wrong. That it it just wouldn't that wouldn't work if it went in there it wouldn't come out there it couldn't come out there that's no that's not because it would then it wouldn't move around and um anyone who's looking at this make make a sanity roll for me please uh 40 that's a fail eight out of 64 i make it well, um, 
a fail is only uh, one point of sanity. Okay. Uh, so that in itself is nothing to worry about. But you do find yourself uh, involuntarily crying out. Ah! Oh. But then they put down the mare. <laughs> Dupont, um, what is it? What do you see? F further ahead of you, um, down the corridor, as if in response to this cry that you just made, there comes a, a very dry, hoarse chuckle. Lights. I'll flip mine back open. Do we see anything? from yeah. from where you are? No, you can't. You can't see anything from where you are. Um. Do, can what we? Is, what is going on up there? Can we still see the the dust devil or whatever it is? Um. You can kind of see it. Um, Pressy, you trade it's, places. It's not, it's not as easy to see in the, in the in the lantern light as it as it was just during. I um, say, I'll move up. We we need to know, and I'm going to step forward with my bayonet and jab whatever it is with my bayonet. Like is well, it? Your, your bayonet just goes through it and it dissipates, and then it starts uh, reforming and. I don't know what this is. It makes no sense. Is there anything uh, on the ground that would suggest some sort of ceremony or um, just a suction pile or anything had been in this area? Nope. No, it's a, it's a um, it's a junction. Uh, the corridor goes. Uh, straight forward for about four feet um, at which point it looks like there's a cave in and then it uh, also goes around to the right which is where the uh, the purple phosphorescence is coming from and the uh, the, the, the the swirling thing uh, swirling dust thing um, is is basically at the junction it's it's at the apex of the junction how far have we gone in? Right, do we, any idea of what part of the city we're under at this point? Mm, I'm not sure what part of the city you're under, uh, but I can tell you that you are, at the moment, you're about 70 or 80 meters in. Oh. Were we, what, what direction were we headed? Were we going north, or did we end up on a winding kind of path? Um, you initially headed... Uh, oh, here we are. You initially headed southwest, and uh, then you followed the trail uh, west, and... Um, 
if you were to walk around that corner to where the phosphorescence is coming from, that would that direction would be north. Okay, so we are probably not on the opposite side of the wall, back underneath the city. We're probably on the outside of the city then. Um, it's it's very difficult to tell where you are. Right. Un under here, you you could literally and the the the, uh, the catacombs are are famously confusing. Mm. Well, if that purple light is still there and we haven't found the source, I'll 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 move right ahead towards it. Well, the purple light itself is the source. I think. I, I thought Mick just said it was around the corner. Oh well, I've I've walked up to it and stabbed at it with my bayonet. Maybe these witches' marks on the skulls is giving it some sort of energy. Um, I'm going to risk, at this point, taking the back of my hand and trying to dissipate the the swirling stuff. It does exactly what you would expect a it cloud of dust to do. Dust. It dissipates and then it just slowly coalesces. Don't let this thing deter us. This is a a trick of some sort. It, it means nothing. I am not harmed. And I, I step forward. So I'm going around the corridor to where it, where we think it, it's coming from. Okay. If I suddenly scream out and die, <laughs> run! <laughs> Turn, turning around the corner, you see uh, Rigo. He's uh, working on the makeshift table, um, which looks like it may be uh, an old door on a couple of trestles. Um, he's carving uh, a mandala into the dead forehead uh, of a severed head in front of him that's uh, propped up on the table and in the, the dim half light with, uh, with regards back to you, every now and then when he turns to, to, to fetch some, some tool or to adjust his lamp, it's possible to discern the face And it's a face that you recognize. It is the face of your former commander, Captain Louis Malon. Not so freshly executed. You, you remember he was, he was uh, put to the guillotine some weeks ago. Um, doesn't so look too is, bad. Perhaps it's been preserved in some way, but it's um, it is it, it is very clearly his uh, his head, and I'm going to have to I have to ask you to make a sanity roll for that. Made it thirty five out of sixty two. Nope. For for a failure, that's just one. I am going down one 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 one. Right. <laughs> um. But um, as you as you as you round the corner, um, or more more as your lanterns round the corner, um, Rigo clearly becomes aware of your presence. And, I step uh, slightly to the side so that we can all come in. 
but I've got my bear, I've got my my musket pointed right at his head. What deviltry is this? He very calmly puts the scalpel down on the table and he picks up an old and rather dirty piece of cloth and wipes the, uh, the blood from his fingers. And he, he puts the cloth back down with a very measured movement as though he's very deliberately taking his time. And in the, 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 the eerie half light, half of his face lit by your lanterns, the other half in this strange purple glow that now you can see seems to be coming from the walls. He turns his face to you and grins. And you look into his eyes, except they aren't eyes. Where his eyes should be, there are just black pools of stars. Um, I'm going to have to ask you all to make a sanity roll at that point, please. So we've all made it in there now? 18 out of 64. Yeah. All right. 49 out of 62. Failed again. Ouch. Yeah, Dupois on that downslope. I got, fail. I've, I've got 25 points, and I rolled an 82. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, dear. That's, uh, it's one for a success and one D6 for a loss. Oh. Okay. This is the Three. point where I'm going to just go red mist. I, I got a five. Oh. Yikes. I think you're going to need a card for that then. <laughs> did anyone else fail that, by the way? No. I did. I took three. Three. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Do you want me to just do it myself? Uh, yes, yes. Right. We'll see what I get. Mix them all up. You can just, you can just um, send me, send me a private message and tell me what you got. Okay. And, and then, um, as as for um, what it actually is, we can just roll back. Okay. Hmm, that's an interesting one. I'll, I'll, I'll type it to you. It'll take me a second. There's a certain uncharacteristic languor about Dr. Rigaud's uh, attitude. When, when you met him before, he was a, 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 a frantic, feverish man. Um, he always gave the impression that he was desperately struggling to get things done uh, uh, in opposition to some nebulous and ill-defined uh, uh, deadline. But, um, but this man, I mean, he seems 
not not only is is he is he quite happy to gloat he's 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 um it seems to be gaining immense satisfaction from letting you know that um so he he holds his gaze and just grins at you and chuckles um for what might be described as 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 too long um an uncomfortably long time and uh when he does begin to speak his 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 voice has none of the the the, the weakness or age that it, that it formerly had it his 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 voice is is very strong now willful i i can't uh i can't say that i'm uh you know without a certain sense of irony uh there is there is a certain sense of enjoyment uh in knowing that you were the same people who were uh, uh, brought Fenelik to, um, should we say justice? Is is justice a thing now? I, I, uh, I cannot possibly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um. I suppose uh, I suppose I will have to kill you. It, um, it seems a bore somehow, but uh, if that is the way, then that is the way. You'll see. This proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is no God. <laughs> I just look at Dupois. Even even Rigaud um, pauses <laughs> for a moment, see, seemingly sort of t- taken um, um, taken aback by your non sequitur. <laughs> you see him, him him putting the. Well, what has that got to do with anything? I don't know why we ever try to do anything. We go through our lives believing that God exists and that he is watching us. There is no God. This is all nonsense. And anybody who says otherwise, I will, I will kill them right here and right now. God or no God, the dead should stay dead, Rigo. Surrender and come with us. I don't say anything. I just pull the trigger. I will do no such thing. Okay. Um, roll to hit, please. 38. Um, I needed an 85, so it's a hard success. Nice. Okay. Uh, roll for damage, if you will. Okay. Eight. Okay. Not a you fire at uh, Rigaud, and um, bear in mind he's only at, at, at about four feet away from you. So by the time you've raised up that musket, he's very close to the the, the end the end of the musket. Um, so when you shoot him, two things happen. Um, 
the first. Um, and to be honest, you've never seen this before in your life. But the, the, the first is that the, uh, the muzzle flash from your musket um, ignites the lace collar of his shirt. And it just goes up in a flash, um, which seems to startle him more than anything. Um, the other thing that happens, and, and far, far more shocking, is that um, you shoot him in the throat. And his throat is no more than a foot and a half away from the muzzle of your gun. More, more than that, his, his throat is perhaps eight inches in front of your bayonet. You, where you are, you can, you can see the, 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 the musket ball impact with his body. You see the compression and the contortion of the flesh. And then you see the muzzle ball just drop out again. And at the same instant, with a, a start, about three feet behind you on your right, one of the skulls explodes. Not forcefully, but it just pops and bursts. And I would like you all to make a spot hidden, please. 21 out of 61, that's a hard. Um, 15 out of 65, that is almost a critical. 13. I, out of 65, I, I, I hit the critical. 64 out of 70, just a regular success. Okay, well, I will give that to Pressy, who has the, 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 the crit. Um, and, and also, you're the one who just shot him. So it makes perfect sense that you should see this. Um, when the, the, the smoke of the muzzle flash clears, um, in amongst the charred remnants of, of, of his... Uh, Sure. You can see um, his strangely colored flesh mottled almost. Um, but this time you can see it closely enough. Um, to, to realize that um, it's not just mottled. Um, there's a pattern to it. Um, all over his body, he seems to be covered with this, um, well, you're not sure what it is. Doesn't look like a tattoo. It looks more like a rash. But it seems to be composed of tiny skulls.
And on that note, I think we're going to leave it for this week. Oh. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our players included Fred Carter, Luke Strom, Jason Melnichok, and myself with Luke's, with uh, Mick Swan as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel uh, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we like reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Oh, my God.